Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This hour brought to you by New England Ford Trucks. It's Arcand and Kyrie on WEEI. WEEI. Good afternoon. Welcome in Sports Radio WEEI. It's Christian Arkan. It is Kyrie Thompson here what taking up? you up until 6 o'clock on the program. Nice to have you with us here today. And uh, let's go ahead and start with, uh, well, a nice casual Tuesday news dump from our good friend Tommy Curran, who we're going to talk to on uh, on Thursday. But he was saving his bombshell news reports for uh, today. Talking with Fitzy and Hart, Tommy Curran. This was a gift he dropped this right in our lap, Kyrie. Thank you, Tommy. Yes, and as uh, thank you, Fitzy and Hart, for for uh, squeezing this out of him. Uh, Tommy Curran is basically saying that Bill O'Brien is uh, considered on the inside to be a done deal. Is that is that goes? Listen to to Curran earlier today. Folks who are knowledgeable in this that I reached out to in the last couple of days who would have insight. I said, would Bill want Bill O'Brien? Because that's a question's really not been asked. There's a perception that. Hey, it's a done deal, and Bill. Of course, Bill would want him back. But I asked, and the individual said absolutely, and they said, "I'm surprised if it's not in the works or a done deal already." Wow. Okay. Be surprised if go. it's not in the works or a done deal already. Um, that's a pretty big piece of news, considering uh, all that's gone on this year. Let's uh, let's jump right into that. First of all, Bill O'Brien. Coming back to the Patriots, basically a done deal. I think we all agree. No one's going to argue in uh, favor of Matt Patricia staying on another year. No. Um, I don't think. Bill O'Brien, how much of an upgrade are we talking here? Um, I mean, from the basic competence standpoint, I mean, it's a massive upgrade. Right. And I mean, look, you, you think about it, right? When he was here last running this offense, they were one of the most prolific offenses in football. They figured out this. This this is one of the reasons I plugged Bill O'Brien way back when, when it was being a discussion, he was the one who got that two tight end offense going with Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. 
And I, I just felt like that w- that was a natural fit, a natural idea mm-hmm. that let, let's try and get him back in the building once you know, Josh McDaniels was out of here. And I think that the way it stands, you could, in theory, get rid of Hunter Henry if you wanted to, but I don't think you want to do that because he's been the better of the two tight ends. You actually kind of can't get rid of Jadu Smith right. yet after this year. So my thought is you probably got both of those guys, most likely, for next year. Why not try to maximize them with a guy who knows how to do it best? So for me, I feel like if that's true, then and I mean I no reason to doubt what what Tommy is saying. Then I think that's what I would prefer. My only question is, when does it happen? How do they get him in here? Because again, there's a whole hiring loophole they have to go through before we talk about this really being a done deal. Sure, and that'll be something that I'm sure Bill and uh, Nick Saban will work out. The way that, you know, old, uh, old-timey old guys like that tend to do. I, I sort of wonder, for uh, O'Brien's sake, you know, he wants to come back and be the offensive coordinator, a job he's previously held. Yes. Uh, and would he do that without some sort of guarantees for whatever happens next? Would you want to come here and just be under Bill Belichick's thumb indefinitely again? Is that a parameter of the job that he'd be willing to accept? I tend to lean towards no, probably no. not. I feel like he's been down this road before and that he'd need some assurances from the crafts or maybe from Bill himself that would uh, make it worth his while and make it not something just to stop over before he goes somewhere else. Because I don't think Bill would want that either. Bill's not going to want O'Brien to come in, be there for one year, and then get snatched up by some other team to be a head coach or whatever, right? Like, you know, like isn't that sort of the complaint he's always had? Yeah. Well, if anyone's any good, they end up getting, you know, jobs somewhere else, like McDaniels or whoever. Um, not Patricia, I don't think. That's not nope. going to happen with him. <laughs> I don't think not a single person is going to be interested in bringing him in. Doubt there will be a lot of calls there. But uh, for O'Brien, I think that has to be something that, at the very least, he's demanding before this gets serious. Yeah, and I mean, I, I would hope so, again, for, for his sake. And, and that was something that I, I had thought about as a reason that, I don't know, maybe he's not necessarily going to going to be – you know, this kicking in the door to come back to the Patriots specifically. You know, he wants to be back in the NFL. I mean, that said, look, there there are a couple of things with this. So I think that he absolutely should press for, for that part. And I don't know that him coming back would just mean that he's up and gone after a year anyway. Right. I feel like he's been gone for a while. I think that that's one thing that I keep coming back to. He's been gone from this organization for like 10 years. Okay. He's been out there. He has been a head coach before. He's had success other places in the NFL before. I don't think that there's any reason for him to come back and, you know, crawling and be like, Bill, I really, really desperately want to be back in the NFL and work here and I'll do anything that you say. I'm like, no, man, he's he'll probably have options other places. Maybe it's just that he wants to come back here and this place could use him the most. So, no, I, I don't think he has to come back on his, on his hands and knees or anything like that. And look, the, the, the thing is, he probably won't be gone after just one year. I mm. feel like he's probably going to have to rebuild some of that NFL cash. And then maybe after two <laughs> years, you're talking about, Okay, like maybe then he enters the coaching cycle again. But I don't think nobody's going to be like, oh, yeah, let's definitely go back and make him a head coach after one year back in the NFL. Would you want Bill O'Brien to take over for Bill Belichick? And I think that's a question we can ask the audience, too, here. Is that is that a, a acceptable succession plan for you? Because I'll be honest with you. I think you can do better. And that's not to say I don't like Bill O'Brien. I think he's fine. I think he's certainly an upgrade. And I think working with Mac Jones, that would be a good thing there because they have familiarity from Alabama. But I'm also a little hesitant to – or maybe they don't, actually. He was uh, 2021, so maybe they don't. They didn't overlap at Bama, did they? So what I heard from people, and this is something I've read as well, is that they did not 
overlap during a season. Okay. But Bill O'Brien uh, was there as Mac Jones was on his way out. Right. And you know, before he officially like en- entered the draft and went to the Patriots and perhaps was a little bit involved with, first of all, helping teach O'Brien the, the Bama offense, mm-hmm. but also helping Mac Jones get ready for the pre-draft process. Yeah. So so th- there's Max OC was Sarkeesian, right? Yes, yeah. yeah that, okay. that was Sark. Yeah. yeah. So so there's some overlap there potentially, but but no, he didn't call plays from for for a season. So it right. wasn't like okay, he intimately knows Mac Jones' mind or anything like that. But also, he knows the offense he was running. Yes. In college. And yes, he knows he the does. offense he was most successful with. And he yes. knows that he could, at the very least, uh, have some information there. He knows there. an offense. Right. He knows an offense. He's coached offense. And it just so happens to be an offense that Mac knew and maybe he changed a little bit. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. You'd have to ask some Alabama. I have to ask Paul Feinbaum about that. I don't know. But I can tell you this. Uh, the, the upgrade, I think, has got everybody sort of... A little, I don't know. I, th- I think maybe just the idea of upgrading from Patricia has got everybody overvaluing what Bill O'Brien is and what he was. Like, yeah, he yeah. was a good offensive coordinator here when they had the most loaded offense in the history of the Patriots, maybe in the history of the NFL. Like, th- th- those groups they had with Moss and Welker and the two tight ends and everybody else, I mean, that those it was pretty, were it was pretty sick. Pretty I rare mean. times. And you had Tom Brady as the quarterback, first and foremost. Uh, Bill O'Brien coming here, I know that he has to be an improvement over Matt Patricia, but I think that yeah. Everyone's expecting yes. he's going to get this team back into the 07 mode, and I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, no, no, and and that they and don't have those kind of players. Yes, yes, and see, that's exactly it. Better coaching can make you more competent than you are right now. Yeah, where you've now had three straight games where the offense straight up doesn't look like an NFL offense in the first half. They don't know what they're doing. The execution is terrible. Receivers are running into each other down the field. The quarterback is looking around like, I don't know where to go with this football because nobody is open slash people aren't paying attention to my audibles and they're running the wrong play. Like, it's You're talking like, about his first pass attempt of the game? So, no, when the he first, tried to throw the screen? And then no, no, no. The, the, the first, no one was, everyone was blocking? No, the, fir- the first <laughs> pass attempt was the one where Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith run into each That's other right. on the rub route. He didn't actually attempt to pass that. Yeah, and he was just like, oh, okay, <laughs> great. And then he gets sacked. Right. And also, nobody was within six yards of the line of scrimmage, so that was also kind of a problem on third and four, mm. which is a whole other thing. Yeah. But yeah, no, the second one is where he's trying to throw a screen and only two receivers acknowledge the audible. One of them goes and blocks one of them goes and runs off and well two of them run off and he's like great he's like hey 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 and then he just chucked it right at uh stevenson's feet and, and the funny i thing asked is, him about that i was like was that a fake or was that a miscommunication he's like it was a miscommunication well i mean the funny thing is that's <laughs> when the zappy chance started going up yeah because everybody's like we want zappy i'm like right so bailey zappy being on the field is definitely going to make everybody just do their jobs that much better it's like if we're going to be mad at Mac Jones, be mad at Mac Jones for the right things, which there were things to be upset with him about in that game. I Real, I real quick, I want to acknowledge the text line because mm-hmm. this is something that I've been kind this of alluding to. This is a scary to. thing to do, by the way, so, I, I acknowledging know, right? the text so, line. So some, someone out of, your the, own out of the 617, can they just hire O'Brien before interviewing a black coach due to the Rooney rule? The answer to that is no. Well, if if they are planning to to hire him as an offensive coordinator, Mm -hmm. they have to go through the Rooney rule process. But if they were going to do the whole thing they did with Patricia, where it's like, oh, he's an offensive assistant. Some nebulous title, right? Yes, then technically, no. They don't have to go through that process. Mm -hmm. At the same time, if we're going to be completely honest, the Rooney rule is not going to, if they want Bill O'Brien, the Rooney rule is not going to stop them from 
getting Bill O'Brien in this building. They no. just got to do whatever sham interviews they're going to do and then do it anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And listen, I mean, <laughs> the let's Rooney just call rule, it, let's call it what it is. The Rooney rule has its, uh, has its issues, obviously. And it is something that I feel like these teams don't, the spirit of it gets totally lost on a lot of these teams. Oh, it's com- it completely inflated. It's just a violated. box they have to check. And yeah. you know, half the time they don't even do it. And you're right. If, uh, if Bill, but here's the thing. I don't think O'Brien's going to take a job where he's not an offensive coordinator. Right? And, and, and see, that's the thing. I don't think he would do this whole offensive assistant thing either. Again, yeah, I feel like with, he can get with, another job somewhere else. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and I mean, there are teams out there looking for offensive coordinators. That's for sure. Sure. And and I feel like with with Patricia, that was a I just want a job because he blew his 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 cash so hard in Detroit with the way that he was acting, with the way the team performed. He came back to to New England because that was the only place that was going to take him. Yeah, and then. Since Detroit was paying him, they didn't have to give him an offensive coordinator title, right? He could be whatever nebulous thing they wanted to give him. But, no, for Bill O'Brien, that ain't going to work. Yeah, that's not going to happen with him. He wouldn't uh, He wouldn't settle for that, and I don't think he'd take the job unless he was not only the offensive coordinator, but the offensive coordinator with some guarantees about what's going to happen in the future. He's not going to take one of those, oh, please hire me. I'm getting paid by some other team, and I just need a job job. Like, that's, no, someone, that's would give him, someone would give him a real job. I would think so, too. Here's a question I have for you. We'll ask this before we take a break here. Um, is it wise to continue with the Bill Belichick coaching tree, looking at historically how they've done, not just as head coaches, but as uh, as, uh, coordinators and assistants in other places, and uh, the way that's all sort of gone. Is it worth continuing with the Belichick tree, or is it worth maybe starting a new tree here in New England? We'll uh, dive into that with some questions about Matt Patricia as well, since it seems like he's out the door here. Tommy Curran with the big uh, announcement. Looks like O'Brien in New England, uh, close to a done deal. We'll get to uh, more of your phone calls, and here's some trending uh, with Turpin. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now, brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Paige and all the Awaken 180 coaches want to wish our WEI listeners a very happy and healthy holiday season. Trending now, the Patriots host the Miami Dolphins this Sunday at 1. According to head coach Mike McDaniel, Tua Tagovailoa is in concussion protocol, putting his status for Sunday's game in doubt. If Tua can't go, it will be Teddy Bridgewater under under center for the Finns. The Dolphins enter Sunday's game, having lost their last four games. The Celtics are back in action tonight, coming off a convincing win over the Bucks on Christmas Day as they host the Houston Rockets. Robert Williams and Peyton Pritchard are listed as questionable. The Celtics enter tonight as 14.5-point favorites. The Bruins play the first of back-to-back tonight in Ottawa. Puck drop is set for seven. In Red Sox news, Rich Hill has found himself a new home as he and the Pittsburgh Pirates have agreed to a one-year $8 million deal. Hill turns 43 in March as he enters his 19th big league season. And in NFL news, three-time defensive player of the year and seven-time All-Pro J.J. Watt has announced he will retire at the end of the season. I'm Justin Turpin. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. And it's also brought to you by Time Out Market. Join Gresh, Andrew Razor Raycroft, and former Bruins coach and defenseman Mike Milbury Monday, January 2nd from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Time Out Market at Fenway. Just down the street from the park with 14 kitchens and two bars under one roof. It's going to be classic on Boston Sports Original WEI. Patriots QB, Matt Jones on WEI. Andre and I talk all the time. I'm once again one of my close buddies. He's just a competitor. He's never going to let one thing you know, rattle him. He's just going to get up and, and keep playing. So I have all the respect in the world for him. Uh, be the fighter. He wants to be out there. wants to compete. Loves football. He's a really just smart football player. Miss Matt's QB, Mac Jones. Listen to it on demand anywhere, anytime. Download the Odyssey app and take Boston sports with you everywhere you go. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England.
England Sports Original. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. It's Arcand and Kyrie on WEEI. I mean, this is a super passionate game, right? We love this game. We put a lot into it. We work really hard. We care. We're trying to win. Um, so I love all that. You know, all of it is, is you know, you just, you care. You know, you really care. And um, Mac and I are, you know, you know, I know he wants to win and he's doing everything he can, just like, you know, like we all are. And so that stuff's great. I mean, there's never... Um, I don't really look at it from that standpoint. You know, I think everyone's out there trying to just do everything they can to win. Two twenty-two. Here's Sports Radio WEEI. Christian Arkin, Kyrie Thompson. That was uh, Matt Patricia for however much longer he's going to be here. I'll tell you what, uh, hearing this news, and it is news, I think, uh, Tommy Curran saying that it's basically a done deal, Bill O'Brien uh, probably coming here next year, and that uh, Bill wants him, and it seems like a good fit. That means Matt Patricia probably getting pushed out. I don't know if he's going to be. He's not the offensive coordinator. Yeah, see, that, that's so, what I was going to ask you. Could yeah. you see him still being here as a senior football advisor? Absolutely. I could, absolutely. I, I don't think they're going to get rid of him. Yeah. You know, he's still a good He's still good value. He's, a, he, he's still good value. <laughs> he's just saying when we call him plays. Right. Uh, or maybe coaching the offensive line. I don't know. Uh, maybe Please, that's God, no. Get a real offensive line coach. The job that he'll keep, I have no idea. It, maybe he'll go back to what he was doing last year, which was – Basically, just, the, just, um, just walking around and, and uh, you know, staying attached to Bill's hip all the time. Sure. That's basically it. Like, um, what's his name? Uh, Pink Stripes. Um, what was Bill's little friend? Uh, 
Why can't I think of his name? Ernie Adams? Ernie Adams, thank you, yes. Yeah. With the, uh, yeah, remember he had pink stripes on his uh, dry gotcha. erase board? Yeah, 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 yeah. And no one knew what it ever meant? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah but, but I thought then, that was his role, like Ernie Adams, and they give him all these extra jobs. Yeah, but, but like, especially with Patricia, right? I remember last year watching him just constantly glued to this man, just as wherever Belichick would go, Patricia would go. But then you also found out little things like Patricia was signing people. Like, he was literally signing the, the contracts. Yeah. He signed Cam Newton. Right. He signed a bunch of these other free agents, and he was in the room when Cam Newton gets cut. And I'm like, what? Why? Why is he here for all of this? It's like he, like Belichick, really loves this man, and I don't understand why. Maybe Bill was uh, trying to groom him to be the next coach. I mean, maybe. I don't think anybody's... those are the things you do, right? Like you let him sign the checks, you let him cut people. You let right. This is how we get you ready to take over for me. Which leads to the question: Do we want another Bill Belichick person? Do is that is that what we're shooting for? Do you want to keep it all in the family, or do you think these last three years might be a good indication that maybe some new voices are what's needed, and not just someone who's going to be happy to be there and a friend of Bill? And I know that Bill O'Brien's a Dorchester guy and he's headstrong and all that, and we saw him giving it back to Tom Brady all those years. So I don't think he's going to be some pushover. But like it or not, he's still a Bill Belichick coaching tree guy and yep. I just have no faith or really respect for any of those guys because all of them have been disasters really uh, when they when they leave here when they leave the warm bosom of Bill Belichick see and the interesting thing was like with with Bill O'Brien he actually wasn't bad he, he was two, okay he's one of the he, better he, ones yeah yeah so, so he had two successful years I mean he might have been like the only good or one of the only good he made ones. the playoffs like eight and eight one year right or yeah so like yeah that. so I mean yeah, yeah so he, he they went to he went to Penn State had two solid years there and then mm-hmm. he goes to the to the Texans yeah I think he made he made the playoffs a couple of times right and and they they had some success down there but then he started going rogue and trading off they went nine Deion- and seven three straight years yeah and they started trading <laughs> off DeAndre <laughs> that's Hopkins great and- for the Belichick coaching tree though by the way yeah nine yeah, and no, seven it's, it's it's excellent yeah then he traded off DeAndre Hopkins and alienated people down there and then they got rid of him. So, right, yeah. yeah, it went nine seven, nine and seven, nine and seven. Fourth year, they went four and twelve. Um, that's when Watson got hurt. He tore his ACL then, and then right. uh, he, uh, I think he had one more year, and I think they did okay. And then in the sixth season, that was when they had that crazy playoff game with Buffalo um, in the uh, in overtime. I think that was that twenty eighteen, maybe. I think that was his last. So, year. so twenty eighteen, they won two. Yeah, so they they made the playoffs two straight years. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, Bill O'Brien had a lot of a lot of postseason stuff going on. There. Eighteen and nineteen, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, there yeah. you F- go. I 15, see 16, and then eighteen and nineteen. So those four playoff appearances for Bill O'Brien down there. They just couldn't get over the hump, right? Yep. So I mean, fifty-two they, and forty-eight. That was his record head coaching in Houston, which again is over five hundred, which is more than you can say for just about anybody else off that tree. Yeah, two and four in the playoffs. So people are you know, dinging him for that. Couldn't get over the hump, and then he gets fired after an zero and four start, where that team's terrible. Again, they just traded off Hopkins. And just that whole vibe was messed up. Mm. Um, let's go to the phone. 617-779-7937 is the phone number. David's in the car with a thought on O'Brien. Go ahead, David. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Hey, Thank David. you for taking the call, and yeah. uh, happy holidays. So on Billy O'Brien, I mean, I, I do want him back here. You know, I, I think he'll be great. Uh, and a couple of things is, is one is I'm concerned, is does he want to come back? Okay, that's always a question. When somebody moves on, do they want to come back? Because mm-hmm. it's almost like... You can't do without Belichick, and and you know you need to get back to his, you know, to his team, so to speak. And then the other thing I believe with Patricia, if Billy does come back, what do you do with Patricia? In my opinion, move him to a defensive coordinator. I'm sorry, guys, I'm not a fan of. Steve 
Steve Belichick, I don't think he should be there. And I think you'd be better off putting Patricia back in that role as he was before, which he did a pretty good job. He did. Uh, they won so Super Bowls I, with him, David, but I'll say this. The defense looks yes, pretty good did. this year. Defense is pretty good with Gerard Mayo and Steve Belichick. I, I, you know, I mean, I don't know who's more uh, in charge of the defense. I know that with Denver firing Hackett, there's rumors already, and we'll talk about them later, about Mayo going to Denver. They they interviewed him last time around. No one, I haven't heard anybody talking about interviewing Steve Belichick. That got, being said. Yeah, I got to be completely honest. I with, with, with Steve, the way the defense has been playing, I don't know that it's a coaching problem necessarily on defense. Mm. I just think they don't have great personnel, uh, in, not not elite personnel all over the place. With Patricia, I feel like you had real questions sometimes about scheme and personnel decisions. I don't know that I would feel... Like, oh, yeah, great. Let's go ahead and make Matt Patricia the defensive coordinator or, like, have him run the defense. I don't – yeah, that's where his experience is, but I don't know that I would feel that much better about the defense with him there because that's the other thing. He's so He was so stubborn in Detroit with, like, we're going to play man coverage even right. though your corners are all terrible. And they'd be out there getting smoked all over the place. I don't know. I'm not feeling that. Yeah. That's just me. I feel like Patricia at this point has used up a lot of goodwill. They had an opportunity to bring him back and make him a defensive coach or a defensive coordinator even. They haven't had a defensive coordinator since Flores, and I don't even think Flores was a coordinator. No, no, they had, they, the last it was Patricia, coordinator right? was Patricia. Yeah, so, I mean, so, they, yeah, they haven't great, had one since. You know, great observations. <laughs> Thank you very much uh, there, Matt. I think that, uh, you know, you, you sort of you sort of think of them and, and think of what he was good at and what he sort of excelled at, and I don't think he was a bad defensive coordinator by any means, um, but I also think they've got a pretty good thing going with the defense right now. I don't necessarily think you have to disrupt it. You do have to disrupt this offense. Oh, you yeah. have to disrupt this offense like as soon as you can, um, and it's a shame that they've let it go 16 weeks because you know there's no real reason for this. Somebody I, asking, what about Joe Judge? Joe Judge has not done anything. What about Joe Judge? Joe Judge has not done anything of note with this team. Like, he literally just sta- – like, like, people are like, oh, yeah, Joe Judge has definitely got to be the play caller because he's the quarterback's coach, and quarterback's coach has got to call the plays. It's like, this dude just stands around back there. He's not doing anything. All Joe Judge does is ruin quarterbacks named Jones. He, yes. <laughs> That's it. He, if you're he, a quarterback named Jones and Joe Judge is your coach, you're going to have a bad You don't year. want that. Yes. Um. And it's like, hey, maybe that's why he was he was politicking for for Bailey Zappi, apparently, because his name ain't Jones. Right. That could be. He knows that his own history. Certainly could be. Uh, 617-779-7937. That's the phone number. We're going to talk with uh, Andrew Raycroft in a few minutes uh, and take a quick uh, Patriots break, talk some Bruins with him. They're playing in Ottawa tonight. Um, sticking with another Bill guy, I sort of understand why people like the familiarity of Bill O'Brien. But what would you think, Kyrie, about going a very different direction? What would you think about going after maybe like a young, innovative college coach or college offensive mind or somebody who's just completely detached from what Bill and really sort of the old-time offensive callers have been doing and are doing right now? Because I sort of think, like, you have a newish team, have a young quarterback, like, get with the times, you know? Like, let, let's see let's see if they can function in a in a modern offense instead of still just going back to O'Brien, who had some success here, but it was 15 years ago. Oh, I would love it. Yeah? I would absolutely love I'd just, just completely upsetting the balance. And you know Bill Belichick would not want to do that because 
it would be another strong-willed voice coming in here trying to change things and do things differently. Maybe be like, you know, no, I don't want to run it twice. I don't want to run it on first and second down. What are you talking about? Mm. I want to throw on first down all the time and then have Bill Belichick, that's not how we do things. or And, and just like have that, that energy, that kind of clashing energy potentially. I'm sure Bill, Bill Belichick does not want that philosophically. At the same time, I, I just, I want the disruption. I do. I want, I want to see this whole thing be different. Okay. Josh McDaniels was one thing because he was here forever. He was successful yeah. teaching his own system, but he was also a little bit of a chameleon. He could, he could adapt in season, in game, mm-hmm. between games, whatever. The, off- the offense never had to look the same. He was adept yeah. at switching. He was adept at being a game plan coach. You tried to be a game plan team on offense this year, and you're terrible at it because you don't have anything to fall back on. You don't have real coaching to to, to fall back on. And so to, to me, I feel like I would love a guy to come in here and be like, you know what? I have a system. I have a way of doing things. Let let's do that instead of this whole yeah you know we're we're gonna we're gonna mess around and, and try to get cute like how about I dictate the terms to you defense and you try to stop me yeah that'd be nice uh, that'd be a departure from what we're seeing this year Manny is in New Hampshire go ahead Manny uh, good afternoon guys afternoon hey, Manny I, I love what you guys are saying but I think I think we're all missing one point here mm-hmm. I, I think the structure of the New England Patriots for the past 20 years has been left behind. If you look at all the successful teams, the Andy Reeds, the 49ers, the L.A. Rams, you can't have one individual assessing the talent and responsible for coaching on the field and calling, calling all the, 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 um, the, you know, the daily uh, routines. Uh, the NFL is so intricate now. You know, before it used to be that they would go to the SEC or, or, or the Big Ten and they would they would draft people, but but now you're going at Division Two. You go, who's got time to do that and be the coach and set up the plans for the coming year? You need to have a totally new, blow it up, have a totally new, different structure. You know what? I'm not saying get rid of Bill. Offer this to Bill. You need to get back an innovative general manager. You need to have a coach that is responsible for coaching, on-field coaching, not personnel moves, not salary cap. I mean, he's failed at all those. Yeah, well, you know, Manny, thanks for the call. I, I think that if you do that, if you bring that to Bill, then you do lose Bill. You bring that to Bill and say, okay, we want you to stay on and coach, but... You're not making these calls anymore. We're bringing in a whole new front office to to put the, the groceries together here, and you're going to have to just coach whoever we put in the on the roster. Yeah, and Bill, then, Bill will leave. Yeah, and I mean he's 70 years old. He's not interested in changing that much right no. now. And I, I think we talked about this last week. He's never been interested in changing. Yeah, and and the fact that he relinquished some control of the draft. That was a different thing because he was relinquishing control to his own guys, right? His handpicked guys, right? Okay, yeah, uh, you know, Matt Grow, you you go ahead and do more stuff with the draft because you're here. Like I trust you. Like you you've been in this organization. Like all right, that's fine. But if you're talking about an outsider, right? Like yeah, we're gonna bring in a new general manager and put him over Bill, mm-hmm. and and be like, okay, you make the personnel decisions, even though Bill would have still a ton of power. Maybe the the GM would answer to him and and what have you. That's not going to work. And here it goes back to your original point, though, Arcan, in that what does this look like when Bill is gone? When you talk about the Bill Belichick coaching tree, 
do you want a guy, which I think I know the answer to this, do you want a guy that Bill handpicks to be like, I want this guy to be the guy who takes over after me, or do you just say when, when he's gone, that's it. We are undoing all of this. We are changing the whole thing. We are bringing in completely new blood, flushing everyone out of here, except for the one or two assistants we value, if there are any. Yeah, um, I would say go the other way. I'd say go the other way. And, you know, if there's if there's a guy here or there who you think has the chops and you wouldn't want to Like an Ivan Fears, lose, right? Yeah, or, 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 or like, or like vertical Spartan round again. Right, like uh, Glenn Ordway, maybe even if he's uh, <laughs> if he's interested in the job. I know he's very happy in Arizona. I'm not sure he would do that, but uh, yeah, that's uh, something to something to consider. And when you when you think about the future and you think about Bill and his sort of you know stamp that he's put on this team and you know the, the people that he's brought in, there's no coordinators right now. I mean, it's really it would be easy to clean house. It would be easy to clean this house. Bill's made it all really just him and a bunch of guys that they're not getting paid anything. If they wanted to go a totally different direction with the entire coaching staff, you know, Bill's out and the rest of them are all probably pretty easy to replace. That's that's sort of how I look at it. Um, 617-779-7937 is the phone number. Bob's in Connecticut. Go ahead, Bob. Hey, guys. Um, hey, just Bob. a quick theory on the on the Belichick uh, uh, coaching the, you know, tree, if yep. you will, or what's gonna, what I think is going to happen. So, look, uh, the Cardinals stink. And mm. Cliff Kingsbury is going to get fired, yes, sir. right? So you're going to have two choices to make. You're going to have Cliff Kingsbury to run the offense or Bill O'Brien, right? But Patricia is going to get moved out. Patricia is going to go upstairs, and then they'll slide Judge to the position coach that he was best at, which is special teams, because that guy's a stiff as well. And then after that, everything else is going to remain the same, and they'll try to upgrade their talents. A couple big, big free agents uh, will go out the door that didn't earn their money, and so on and so forth. But there's not going to be a – Belichick's not going to just completely upset the apple cart with coaching. There's still 500. I know that that's less than what you expect in this region. But the fact of the matter is, <clears throat> with a, you know, take the Bears, take the Raiders, and take the Bengals game, and you're suddenly, you know, you're looking at 10 wins, not what we're looking at. Yeah, sure. And if the Jets had gone to Mike White a little earlier, you might be a five-win team. You know, <laughs> that's the other thing there, too. Um, Cliff Kingsbury or Bill O'Brien. Do one or the other. Who would you take? I would probably. I don't, I, I've just met too many people who don't like Cliff Kingsbury. Really? Yeah, I've met way too many people who don't who aren't feeling don't him like him Cliff. as a coach. Or don't yeah, like don't, him don't like him. Don't like him as a coach and what yeah. he's done with Kyler Murray and, and this team. That I'm probably still going with Bill O'Brien. I think there's more track record there, and and again, he's done it success like successfully at at the NFL level on a couple of different teams. And in college as well. I'm probably going with that. And and maybe that that's recency bias with Cliff. I mean, obviously he's a little bit more of that mold that we were just talking about, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the new kind of exciting energy, spread it out and uh, you know, use your dy- you know, a dynamic quarterback this way or what have you. The problem is you don't have a dynamic quarterback like Kyler Murray on your team. So uh so who knows? I, I feel like I'm still going with, with Bill O'Brien there. Yeah, I think I'd go with Kingsbury. And I don't know if he's a great coach or not, but he's not on the Belichick coaching tree. He played for Bill, yeah, but he didn't coach for him. Yeah, and that's so, like the Vrabel and so, thing. So it's like, like we want not, we yeah. want something different, right? That is the I want something different. Get rid of it all, kind of thing. Yeah, it's cl- it's more it's doing more of that than bringing O'Brien back would be. I understand he played here. He didn't play here very long. What was he here, like a year? Uh, you know, I think, yeah. and then he got released. So it's not like he learned all the secrets or whatever of being a Patriot. And uh, not that I'd care even if he did. But, 
you're talking about a guy who was here for a cup of coffee and then was gone, coached all through college, to coach the Texas Tech all those years, and had a lot of success at a young age. I'd be okay with him being, you know, in charge of an NFL offense because I do think he's a little over his head as a head coach. But I think there could yeah, be some potential and, there, sure. Right, and that's a different thing. Some some guys are just good coordinators. They're yeah. not meant to be head coaches. And and having to be in charge of the whole operation, that's just not it. Whereas when you have, look, we're just going to go ahead and run offense. I'm just going to design plays, call plays, whatever. And that that's your sole focus. You don't got to worry about what the special teams are doing. Right. You don't have to worry about calling timeouts like that's Bill's job. You Mm -hmm. go ahead and you take care of that and you just do what you're best at. I feel like there's definitely something to be said for that. So. So, yeah, no, I can I can feel that. And I've I've seen a couple of people say, like, look, um, you know, this was always going to be the plan, you know, regarding Bill O'Brien. And I mean, I've I've heard that suggested and we've had that discussion where, look, Patricia was always a bridge. Yeah, he was always a bridge. No one is going to willing to, to me, this was never going to be a thing where you were willingly going to have Matt Patricia be your offensive coordinator for more than one year. To me, you were never going to have Matt Patricia be your offensive coordinator willingly, period, <laughs> but that's what they ended up doing mm-hmm. because of, you know, market inefficiency or what have you. But yeah, I think that there's no way you could, you go into this year or next year, whatever, thinking that map that whatever happened this year was okay. Yeah. You're absolutely moving on. You have to move on. Uh, 617-779-7937. That's the phone number. When we come back, we'll take a quick break from our Patriots talk and talk with Andrew the Razor Raycroft about uh, the Bruins who are playing tonight in Ottawa. They got the Winter Classic coming up in a week. That's coming up next here on WEEI. 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 New England Sports Original. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back. It's Arcand and Kyrie on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Sports Radio WEEI, Christian Arcand, Kyrie Thompson here with you until 6 o'clock. And we're joined right now on the Harbor One Hotline by my friend and yours, Nesson Studio Analyst. And he'll be uh, down there on the 2nd of January covering the Winter Classic as well, doing a show for us here at WEEI for the Winter Classic as well. I'm talking, of course, about the great Andrew Raycroft who joins us on the program. Razor, how you doing? I'm wonderful. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hope everyone's well. Right back at you there. How was your uh, How was your holiday? Great, thanks. Yeah, I had uh, my parents were down. They just started to head back to Canada today, so it was nice to have them around for a few days. And everyone was happy and healthy. Hockey does it right, man. Uh, football, they're all playing on Christmas. Basketball, they're all playing on Christmas. Hockey, you guys got a four day weekend. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah, that, that took uh, that took quite a few years because what was happening was we weren't playing games. Nothing was going on, but we would have to practice on. The 25th of the, so we had to work pretty hard in the last CBA to, to get that one through and pound it through to get a few days off. Unfortunately, days like today, the Bruins have to get up extra early to fly to Canada to get a game in tonight, but, but I think it's worth it league-wide. Absolutely. Raisin, good to talk to you for the first time. It's Kyrie over here. I want to ask you a question about 
um, you know, some of these recent games the Bruins have had, or even even in some of these wins, they've started off slow in their first periods. And I'm just kind of wondering, even though they they've come back and you know they catch fire and all that, how do they get better at not starting off so slow? Is it an energy thing in your mind? I don't think it's necessarily an energy thing. I think it, it's it's it can be concerning. I I suppose um, for for our team that is this good. I think the major point of that is they are getting every team's best every team is very nervous to come in to play this team and every team is coming out like they know they need to uh get shot out of a rocket so so you're not sneaking up on anybody no one's kind of going through the motions to come and take on the boston bruins right now so uh, they understand also understand they can't go down to nothing and, and continually make games much tougher than they need to be for themselves they did a great job in November getting those leads and just kind of cruising. I think their minutes have been a little bit harder the last few weeks, and I would assume that'll be a point of emphasis. But I think a lot of it has to do more of what other teams are doing than what the Bruins have done to themselves. Razor, I thought this uh, nice four-day weekend would be a great opportunity to bang out a David Posternock extension. It looks like I was wrong. Um, am I getting my hopes up too much? I thought I was going to get a Christmas miracle. Are we ever going to get one, maybe a New Year's miracle? <laughs> Uh, maybe a New Year's miracle. I, I'm not. I mean, it's not like there's any other signings. Uh, David is certainly the most important and the most sought after here in Boston. I don't. I don't think if he scores ten points in the next three games, his about going up or down. Uh, I if he goes win scoreless in the next month and a half, I don't think he's making more or less money. So. In those respects, I, I think that what they're dealing with and what they're looking at has more to do with what is the salary cap going to be in the NHL next season. Uh, that, that number is still very up in the air. It looks like it's only going to go up a million dollars, but there are some negotiations going on on if that can be changed or, or negotiated in some respects. So I, I think as much as everyone wants it done, I think there's more behind-the-scenes league-wide rather than just what's going on with between the David Pasternak and the Boston Bruins. So uh, Pasta was kind of joking the other day that uh, you know he's getting all these points and you know, on pace for 60 goals and all that stuff because uh, you know he's playing with David Craigie and Craigie never shoots. So uh, <laughs> so, so so somebody's got to shoot. In your in your mind when you're watching them play has it really been that big of an impact for Krejci being on that that line with, with Pasternak and helping him excel over what he's been doing? It makes David happy, Pasternak happy. I, I think that that is first and foremost. I think he's very comfortable having his mentor, friend, uh, teammate, line mate back with him. They're very comfortable together. They know where each other are going to be out on the ice. Uh, it allows, I think David Krejci takes pressure off David on at certain parts of the ice. I think David Krejci can understand and read when David wants to be creative and wants to take chances, and he'll pull back, similar to what Patrice does. But when it's Patrice, Brad Marchand, and David, they're, they're, it's a little bit different dynamic. So I, I think just in general, I think it just makes him happy to have David Krejci around, his buddy around, and and countrymen, and I think it just relaxes them a little bit. I've also gotten the sense this season, we talked about it on Morning Brew a little bit a few times, that he seems to want to impress David Krejci and and (laughs) seems to have want that big brother thing where, hey, I know I'm kind of taking over here. Like, I can do what you taught me over the last five or six years and 
and, and takes that. It has been taking his game to another level. It almost seems like that little brother trying to show big brother what he learned over the last year when he was gone. We're talking with Andrew Raycroft here on the Harbor One Hotline. Uh, Razor, you, Gresh, Mike Milbury are going to be at uh, Timeout Market in Fenway just down the street uh, from the park for WEI Classic Broadcast uh, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Are you excited about the uh, another Winter Classic here? And uh, this is an interesting one considering you got the uh, owner of the team who's also the owner of the park, but uh, what? To, who's he going to be rooting for? I was wondering about well, that. I know that. I mean, that's going to be the, the the classic sports talk radio fun. That's perfect. Hopefully, he's wearing a Pittsburgh Penguin jersey up there, and and everyone can really get get on the case. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that works. And uh, I think everyone is excited to have it in Fenway. It looks like it's going to be like a fifty degree day, which will be unbelievable if if we can catch that kind of sunny weather and keep it, everybody dry. But should be great be for the ice too, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, those guys, they, they've got that thing down. They've been having games, in, I mean, between Tahoe and, and mm. the L.A., they, they've got that figured out. So uh, the ice will probably be bad no matter what. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's a random outdoor game that they're putting together. So I don't think guys are expecting the ice to be great one way or the other, but it should be a cool event. And uh, I know my, my kids are pumped to, to see it and, and check it out. All right, Andrew Raycroft, thanks so much for the time today. Great to talk with you. We'll talk to you again uh, next week. Awesome. Sounds good. Happy New Year. You Appreciate too. You, That's uh, Andrew Raycroft there from Nesson joining us here again. Don't miss Gresh, Raycroft, and Mike Milbury Tuesday, January 2nd, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on location at Timeout Market in Fenway, just down the street from the park. It's WEI Classic Broadcast on Boston Sports Original WEI. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back at the top of the hour, we'll talk with Ross Tucker. That's right. Back-to-back interviews. In Let's your face. go. Ross Tucker next. W-E-E-I. Love E-I, man. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.